Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No! Somebody, me, Lee Gerstman, why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. All right, you know where you're at. Do I have to tell you? You just heard the information. Some people saying we're the Freeform Rock Podcast. I said, why do we have to freaking say? Well, I guess. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, what's up, Lee? Hi, hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Can you introduce our guest from the Growing Up Rock Podcast? Yeah, I can do that because his first name is the same as my brother's first name. And his second name was what my first name would have been. But Stephen Michael, how are you doing? Hey, fellas, what's going on? Thanks for uh, having me on. Right on. Nothing much. We're not as polished as your podcast. Just want to let you know, Sonny already found that out. <laughs> yeah we're we're a little bit polished that's uh that is true but it's all good that's a beautiful thing about podcast yeah we're we're, we're like paul stanley with no backing tapes <laughs> uh, uh, in the extreme fair enough so how are you doing steven man man it's all good uh everything is is uh beautiful life is good yeah, I've been listening to your uh, episode. So, what is that? That top two hundred and fifty you're doing right now? Yeah, we found that two hundred and fifty list in a uh, magazine article, and uh, honestly, I was like, okay, well, this one's a little bit different than most because it did have a lot of deeper bands in there. So, I shared it with Sonny, and we said, all right, well, let's let's go at it and make an episode of it. And we got really good response from the episode we first did. So, I said. Why not make it a series and why not go through the whole list? So that's what we're going to do. It should be a little bit interesting once we get down to some of the bands that neither one of us have ever really heard. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah, Lee gives me a lot of those bands you nobody's ever yeah, heard. Yeah, in fact, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I could probably give you hundreds of bands and, 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 and only maybe one or two of them you have heard of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they, Awesome. Maybe only one or two I've heard of too, because I might have made up a lot of the names. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll give you some fair port port point hey! uh, convention or freaking uh, United States of America, not the presidents of United States of America. United yeah, States. Yeah, I don't give you suck stuff. Well, maybe. <laughs> But uh, we want, we like to thank you, Stephen, for being on here, man. I just want to say I, I really enjoy your podcast. Uh, it's really good. Uh, you guys do a lot of work on it, unlike us. You know, we just, like, copy and paste. 
<laughs> I just do the podcast, and then if I'm still awake after it's over, that's a miracle. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, Stephen, you picked an album for us to review today. Uh, Blackberry Smoke Holding All the Roses. How did you get into this band? Because I, I barely heard of them. I heard of them, but I never really heard them. How did you get into this band? All right, so first let me start off by saying when you originally asked me to be on the show, I was like, okay, hey, Mark knows our shtick, so he'll, he'll uh, you know, he'll ask me to pick something, I don't know, Van Halen or Eclipse or something like that. And Mark, you came back to me with Southern Rock or Progressive. And what was my response to you was, hey, man, that's not really my area of expertise. No, I said you sure. could pick. Oh, you, so I said you could, No, I said you could pick anything. I said, and you asked me, what do you guys like to? I said, well, Southern Rock, Progressive. Oh, hard you're rock, going metal. back on the narrative now, Mark. <laughs> he's, to he's totally going back on the narrative, but it's all good. So I said, all right, look, I'll have a go at this. I like all kinds of music, so I can find something in just about any genre for the most part. Uh, so I wanted to pick something that was not all the way country, but sort of, I didn't want to pick the normal Southern rock things. I, I didn't want to go with Skinner or, or just, you know, 38 Special, whatever, the well-known Southern rock things. So I said, let me give some love to my local brothers in Blackberry Smoke. Blackberry Smoke is okay. sort of, they're sort of a local band to here in Atlanta, and I've basically just watched them grow over the years. Uh, the first time I saw them, I saw them in a club, and there was probably, I don't know, three, 300 people maybe. And now they've graduated to the point to where they're playing uh, 2,000, 3,000-seaters, two two dates every uh, Thanksgiving here in town and they've got a great deal with Live Nation and they're just they're doing really really well and they've had a lot of help from uh, people like Zach Brown and so on and in addition to that uh, the one of the guitar players uh, Paul Taylor grew up in the same hometown I grew up in so uh, I want to throw a little love because they're a consistent uh, rock band that just leans definitely a little bit on the uh, countryside. Okay, um, I, I want to ask you quickly, if Mark didn't say that to you, what other album would you have probably picked? Just you know, for the moment. You know, I, I really, I don't know off the top of my head, but normally the way we approach things is we try to throw love in the direction of lesser known bands or bands we think people need to hear about uh obviously that's you know it's not the case when we go and we do a Def Leppard uh album series for an entire year or Van Halen album series for an entire year it's not like we ignore uh the the more popular bands but if you've ever listened to our show we we definitely try to uh yeah. uh talk about lesser known bands and play lesser known tracks and things such as that because um when i heard this album i i kind of smelled a little bit of mark in it so, so um without giving it away let's i have let's a smell say, let's let's just say you know i i 
I figured that he had something to do with this. Well, he also did pick Yes Big Generator, and he didn't pick that one. I was like hoping he oh, that pick that works. one. <laughs> yeah, so so I did. He but did give me. I gave him I five thought, or six. I gave him five or six. What I thought albums. would be the best. You'll find out what I think when I when I talk about it. But but at least on the surface, it it it, it seemed like the best. <laughs> well, he gave me a lot of albums, and I gave you the albums, and you picked this one. So you you can blame yourself if you didn't like it. Oh my God! I would never want to do Big Generator. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Not a fan of Big Generator. Uh, uh um, I'm complete. <laughs> if you want me to keep complaining, then then then, <laughs> then I will. But, but I mean, I, I I don't know you that well. Let's let's just try at least for now. Keep this nice. All right, all right. Lee, so let, let me ask you this, Lee: Are you a are you a yes fan? First of all, answer that yes or no. Yes, but okay. I mean, I, hold, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're a yes fan, then then I'm going to ask you another question, and you can answer this: Are you a old school yes fan? Like, because there's definitely different eras of yes. So, are you an old school original yes fan? Which yes. Okay, so so then you probably you you're not a fan of the Trevor Rabin stuff, uh, Big Generator, or uh, I always call it nine zero two one zero because of the TV show, but I, I know it's nine zero what nine zero two one five two one five. Who like drama where Trevor Rabin was in that? Right. No, I'm sorry. Um, um, um drama. He wasn't in that. Trevor Horn was in Trevor that. Horn. I like drama. Yeah. 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 But right. but um I like Trevor Rabin. I had one of his albums where the first few songs were really good and then it went slowly or it went quickly really bad. But at least a few songs were okay. Oh. See but, I I like that era of Yes because... I don't uh, like him, and I, I don't like that version of Yes, but anyway, go on. I, I was going to say, I like that version of Yes because it's less it's less progressive and more song-oriented, and I just feel like the songwriting is better. I mean, if you're into Yes because oh. you're, if you're an original guy and you're into the jammy... Uh, just progressive stuff. I respect it. I think they're amazing players no matter what. But uh, I just, I like the songs that came off of those two albums with Trevor Rabin. I think they're uh, Three. Uh, spectacular records. Uh, the two the two most famous, right? Big Generator and uh, 90215. And the one that's not the famous, most famous one is my favorite well, talk. <laughs> like talk. a couple of songs from each of those albums. But as a whole, no. I, 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 I don't like those albums. Well, you need to go run the tape on our 90125 episode, Lee. You like most of it. Um, shut up. <laughs> I, I, I don't admit that. Well, Trevor Rabin is my yes guitar player because I grew up in the MTV era. And yep. Trevor Rabin got me to go back and listen to older yes. And yeah. so I do love uh, Steve Howell. I do love the yeah. older yes, but 
the 90215 era of yes is my yes and i love that band i love trevor's vocals are just like ear candy his solo albums are freaking so great can't look back is one of my favorite solo albums by him uh with bob ezrin producing i love trevor i'm a trevor nut swinger i saw them on the big generator tour and i saw them on the union tour where they had the whole band in the round where they had steve Howe, trevor both drummers both keyboardists it was like an amazing show even though that album is kind of half good and half shit <laughs> you know but the concert is great. great no I had uh, backstage passes at uh, on that union tour, oh. and uh, was uh, I had I had a friend that worked for the label at the time because they had just signed with uh, Arista Records for that union record, and That's I liked I liked half of the record. I got to meet some of the guys in the band. I met Steve Howe, I met Chris Squire, and I met uh, John Anderson. And I have to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Chris Squire. Rest in peace. Well, he oh, well, seemed like the asshole I, in the band to was me. He, not, <laughs> uh, he was a total dick. But, oh, shoot. But that's just, you know, again, I don't want to talk ill about him. Rest I, in peace. He's an amazing bass player. I respect that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, a total dick on that particular night. Wow. Damn. I bet John was pretty cool, man. He's Mr. Uh, peace, Love, and whatever you know john and steve howe are very uh very uh accommodating very cool it's so sad how steve howe looks like the crypt keeper now <laughs> hey, he's old you know oh at least God. he doesn't go at least he doesn't spend a bunch of money and go get a bunch of uh plastic surgery work and look like somebody pulled saran wrap over his face yeah oh and um shit. well let's get into this album man i just wanted to give a little uh I just wanted to know why Lee didn't pick Big Generator. I was disappointed in him. I really thought he'd pick I, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed that, that you don't let me spank you. <laughs> oh, oh, homie, don't play butt darts, dude. Come on. All right, but, 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 but also, <laughs> I don't know where to get to your house, so that's why it don't happen. Oh, uh, dude, you want my address? I'll give it to you. <laughs> you okay, well, well, then we're going to play butt darts. You send yep. me your CDs all the time. You two want to get a room or what? Um, I, 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 just, I just want him to feel the hurt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like he's going to feel the hurt in a place that he doesn't want to, though. Ooh, uh, yeah. that's, that's, I, I want to. I'm not, I'm not like Ben Affleck in Mallrats where I like to put it in an uncomfortable spot. Uh, like well, well, you listen to crap music, so hey. Hey. Well, sometimes I don't listen to crap music. <laughs> no, you do. Oh, I like half the shit you give me. So, well, well the, the 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 crap shit. All right, then we get to the this album, right. Blackberry Smoke, holding all the roses, was released February tenth, two thousand fifteen. It's Southern rock, country rock. It was produced by Brendan O'Brien. If you don't know who Brendan O'Brien is, he produced a lot of like albums. I think we all love, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. What albums did he produce? Most of them I like. Like, what albums did he produce that you liked? I forget. But, 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 but I, didn't, didn't I can name several. Name, name them, Stephen. Uh, well, for one, he produced the uh, debut Jackal record, which I think is really good. He also produced the Rage Against the Machine record. Uh, he produced um, 
the I think he produced Core by STP, yep. uh, which I like oh. a lot. He's produced tons of stuff. I mean, both Springsteen, uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, I mean both both grunge and rock. He uh, he has produced a ton of stuff that I like. Yeah, so this album, um, when I was looking at it, I, uh, you know, it was in U.S. Top Country Albums at number 64. Mm -hmm. And then in uh, U.S. Top 200, it was uh, 29, but U Top U.S. Country Albums, it was number one. And then Top Rock yeah. Albums, it was number seven. So it's, it's like, this album is like going like Johnny Cash here, you know, rocking uh, country here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, keep in mind this is 2015, so uh, you don't have to sell a ton of records in 2015 in week one to hit the charts really heavily, you know? That's so true. It's It kind of sucks, man. But uh, like that Van Halen album, man, uh, Different Kind of Truth, it should have been number one, but Adele was blocking them, just like Thriller was blocking them in 83, 84. It's like, mm -hmm. damn, poor David Lee Roth. Uh so let's get into this album, man. And then we picked, uh, you already picked the first song, uh, Stephen, Let Me Help yep. You Find a Door. So here's Let Me Help You Find a Door in a Freeform Rock Podcast by Blackberry Smoke.
All right, that was Let Me Find a Door. Why'd you pick this track, Stephen? Yeah, so I love it. I love the pre-chorus on this song and the chorus. I think it's a great mix of electric and acoustic guitars. Uh, if you listen to the mix, it's peppy, and it it just ba it basically feels good. I mean, I listened to this record this morning uh, when I went on a walk through uh, through the park, and it's just a it's a great record uh, in terms of songs and feeling. Uh, more of a morning record for me. Typically, I like heavier rock records, but uh, this is a, a great morning walk record, I should call it. And let me help you find uh, the doors. Just a good lead-off track for this record. What do you think about it, Lee? It was okay. If this wasn't out my bot, and I didn't know anything about the band, and this was the first song I heard by them, I tell myself, I'll give the album to a friend whose musical tastes aren't as picky. It's a good imitation of a mediocre Black Crow song. It doesn't bother me, but it doesn't wow me either. I think I know why you don't like this song that much, Lee. Uh, this reminds me of a pop version of the Black Crows, and I like it. Of course, I love me some Black Crows. I love the acoustic, like you said, Stephen, mixed with the electric. This also reminds me of Mario Speedwagon, who also did that a lot with uh, Kevin Cronin playing acoustic rhythm, why Gary played the leads. Kind of reminded me of that. It's crossed between Ario and the Crows. And then it kicks into a rocking lead. I like this song. Good pick, Steven. And then we get to the next song, which is Holding All the Roses. And nobody picked this one. So what do you think about this one, uh, Steven? Uh, so it's the title track. It's look. It's another uh, great pre-course and course on this song. It's a decent song. Uh, it's a good start to the record. It seems to be flowing well from track one to track two, uh, and it's important if you're into this type of music. What do you think about it, Lee? This started off as a really great song, and then as it continued, it got not so great. I didn't like the chorus and melody, and the middle part with the fiddle sounded like it was added for effect and didn't quite work. So overall, it was almost a good tune, but not really. Well, it starts off all like Dave Matthews Band, and it goes into a killer rockin' song. I like this. Again, this is the first time I heard this band. I'm digging it. It also goes back and forth between the Dave Matthews musically with some fiddle and acoustics. But not terrible, but it, 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 does, it does what it does. It, it rocks. I like it. It's less jam bandy than, say, Dave Matthews. And I would even say, not that Dave Matthews is really progressive, but less progressive. I mean, obviously, there's a big distinction in uh, Charlie's vocals and Dave Matthews' vocals. Charlie's flat-out southern as hell. So, you know, it comes across in his dialect and everything else. Yeah, Dave Matthews kind of has like a little southern tinge into it, but then it it's like if you listen to a whole Dave Matthews album, you just want to shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> and then we get to the next song, Living in the Song. None of you guys picked this one. So what do you think of this, Stephen? Uh, this is a bit laid back. I mean, I think it's got a good melody. That's one of the things you're going to hear a lot from me with this uh, record and Blackberry Smoke in general. I think they write some pretty good melodies. Uh, even in places which, 
from a band like Blackberry Smoke, which is clearly Southern and leaning heavily, at least on this album, to the uh, country side of things, I think that they're, uh, they pull influences from all over the place. So in this melody, in certain places, you can hear the Beatles in certain melodies. So uh, I just think that they... Uh, draw on a lot of different influences and inject them into their brand of southern rock slash country rock whatever you want to call it uh living in in uh the song is is okay for me i like the melody oh you, you said the beatles i didn't even think of that yeah the harm kind of like like the beatles so what do you think of it lee it's yet another derivative example of the type of mediocre fodder that would make more use as hay feed instead of music. I give it a W for whatever. A w for whatever. That's a new one. I like that. Uh, <laughs> then I think this is now. This is what I thought I'd hear from this band with the name. I thought they were southern rock, but the first two had those elements. Now this one is totally southern. And again, it's a good song, and I like it. It's like. I heard Blackberry Smoke. I think they'd be more country than Southern Rock, but uh, it's pretty. It's it's an okay song. I'm not I'm not hating it like Lee, but it, it's a good song. And then we get to the next one, Rock and Roll again. What do you think of this one, Stephen? Uh, this is sort of that old time rock and roll feel. It has a little bit, little bit too much country feel for me. It's it's okay i mean my overall comment on the on the song is that it's okay you would feel like a song called rock and roll again at 248 which is a great uh sort of get in and get out type song length uh would be better a better song but for me it's just okay what do you think about it lee i think this song is corny and i don't like it but at least it feels like the band enjoyed playing it so it has a little bit of a good performance. Don't get me wrong, it's wasted on this tune, but at least they sound like they're awake. It reminds me of the Georgia Satellites with a lot less twang in the voice. Yeah. It's okay. Like uh, Steven said, it's okay. It's not a song yeah. I'd probably go back to, but it's okay. Yeah. And then uh, we get to the next one, which you picked, Lee. Woman yeah. on the Moon. So here's Woman on the Moon on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
I was Woman on the Moon. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? Finally, a song I can say I liked. It was good enough. And some of the psychedelic things going on in it were interesting and worked. There were a few corny moments in it that could have been eliminated, but overall, not bad. And it's the only song on the album I really liked. See, there was the Paul Stanley with no tapes. All right. <laughs> what do you think of it, Stephen? I can clearly see that Lee and I have different tastes in music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, listen, Women United in States the of America, you'll know. Women in the Moon, it's a slower tune. Most of the people that know me know I'm not a big fan of ballads or slower tunes, but it's an okay melody. It's an okay song. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's okay. Now, now, this song to me sounds like Cheap Trick or the Beatles could cover it. It's a really cool mid-tempo song. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I could see those other two bands do a better version of this. 
<laughs> so then we get to the next song, Too High. What do you think of this one, uh, Stephen? Uh, so this one, my notes were really short on it. Uh, this is, okay, two slower tunes in a row. Uh, this is another slower tune, and my comment was simply, meh. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. You, you and uh, Sonny always like to go, meh. Yeah, meh. <laughs> meh. It's meh. It's like, well, you know, Lee goes, Lee gives me a whole diatribe on how it sucks. <laughs> you just go, meh. See, so, Lee Lee hasn't Lee hasn't so figured out in 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 word vocabulary. Lee, <laughs> Lee hasn't figured out how to not waste his time with something he hates. Just say myth. Yeah, I, I haven't found out how to not waste my time with something I hate. Thank you. <laughs> you waste too much time telling us how much you hate it when really all you have to do is go meh meh. Well, I like to talk about how I hate it because I want other people to hate it. <laughs> well, trust me, just say meh. <laughs> I'll do this. So go if you do it enough, people get I'll the just idea. go like this. <laughs> all I have to do is drink a little more and burp. That's all I have to do is go one burp means I don't like it. A few burps means I want to talk about it, but I can't because I'm burping. Alright, what do you think? I, hey, um, even if I don't always like your opinion, Stephen, I like you. You're cool. Hey, thank it's you. All thank good. you for being on the show. It's all if good. If only I'll... Mark had you pick a better album, that would have been... No, if only I picked a better album that Mark picked that you picked. That... Never mind. It's all good. Well, then he would give it's... you United States of America. You'd be... The one thing, the one thing I'll tell you is that it, nobody's opinions in music are ever wrong or right because they're opinions. So yeah, I always but go on. I, I always tell people like what you like, hate what you hate. It is what it is. Uh, I can't no, for the life of me. I can't for the life of me figure out why some people like certain things and why yeah. they dislike certain things. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't either because. I don't understand why people hate poison so much, but uh, that's okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Lee, I heard your review on poison on Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. All right, so what do you think of Too High, Lee? Uh, sorry. The song started good, but then they add chords and melodies I don't like, but at least the guitar solo was good, so I'll give it that. I, I go with you and Steven on this. It's something I think the Eagles would do. It's country rock, but it had a little twang going. But eh, it's a that's okay. That's huh. something I would like to listen to again. <laughs> and then we get to the um the next song with Steven Pick, Wish in One Hand. So here's Wish in One Hand on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Why did you pick Wish in One Hand, Stephen? All right, so I like this tune a lot. This has a total Stones groove. I could totally hear the Black Crows doing this one. I can hear Chris Robinson singing this song for sure. I love the lyrics. I love the I call it a guitar harmony, a guitar harmony uh, break right into the solo. Right before the solo, they go into this nice little uh, guitar harmony thing. It's just a great tune. I mean, come on. Mm. What do you think about it, Lee? Yet another corny derivative type of rocker, but <laughs> at least the middle jammy part was pretty good. And it made me like some of the songs. So that's something. But not enough to make me run out and buy the album. Yeah, this started off like a Shania Twain song, had a riff going in and out. The song, Oregon makes it rock, rock and roll, baby. Again, I like it. I do like the country elements, just not the country. Uh, plus, the solo is not country, it rips. So this is a cool song. It's like, I'm back and forth on this song, but I would listen to it again. Mm. So it's it's a good track. And then we so you you said you said you were a crows fan. Can you not hear the crows doing this tune? Yeah, I could hear the crows do. You know, when I saw the crows, they had the guitar player from Blackberry Smoke filling in. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I saw the crows twice last year. They were really freaking good. Uh, yeah, I saw them. I saw them as well. Yeah, very good live. Very good live band. And then uh, we get to uh, Randolph Country Farewell. What do you think of this one, Stephen? Uh, it's just an instrumental. I mean, look, instrumentals are, I don't know if, unless it's eruption, you know, I don't know that instrumentals uh, serve a big purpose for me. Uh, it's just an intro, nothing special. I guess it's a soothing uh, feel to it. So, yeah, okay. Are you a Steve Vai and Joe Saturani fan? I like them both. I respect them both. But, I mean, I have to be in a mood to listen to that kind of stuff. I think it's you know great i mean we did a we did a whole thinking the greats episode on uh steve by i love him he's Ooh, uh creative and, and listen to that one i missed it yeah he's create he's creative he's innovative uh and uh both sunny and i are big fans of vibe but uh it's you know it's it's just one of those things you have to be in the mood for i i don't uh and especially if that's not like this is a band situation doing an intro it's not like i mean steve by you expect him to be doing instrumentals right that's what he does oh and joe saturani it's like same uh, thing our our brother charles trainer said joe saturani has no fill and i go you're an idiot <laughs> um i kind of agree with him of course you do he's your favorite co-host <laughs> yeah he's one of them yeah i know I'm number 269. All right. <laughs> uh, well, 268, to be fair. Oh, look, I moved up one. And maybe I'll move up. No, there's 59. no 269. <laughs> All right, this is, what do you think about it, Lee? This wasn't a great acoustic song by any means, but at least it was short. So it's one of the best songs on the album by default. I said this was a cool instrumental interlude. It's good and short. So that's all I had to say about that one. And we get to track nine, Payback's a Bitch. What do you think of this one, Steven? So I like this one. It's a mid-tempo rocker all about revenge. What's not to love? Yeah, what do you think about it, Lee? Me playing this song and hearing it was a bitch. 
I didn't like the derivative type of melody, and the playing was mediocre. It was a meandering type of song that did nothing, and it wasn't my bag. I love the drums on this track. It's high up in the mix. The guitars are uh, guitaring really good. Some good crunch in it. They need to bring up that piano, man, a little higher. Because that piano is fucking going off, and it's barely audi audible. I like it, though, but bring up that fucking piano, man. Because <laughs> uh. the piano was fucking adding some some hockey talk to this shit, and it was, like, fucking yeah. barely heard in the mix. I was, like, irritated listening to that. But um, then we get to the next song, Lay It All On Me. What do you think of this one, uh, Stephen? Uh, at the beginning, it sounds like somebody else is actually singing. It's uh, sort of a fun hanging out tune. To me, it's a lot like um, it's it's a lot like those songs like "Why Don't We Sit Around and Get Drunk" or "Why Don't We Sit Around and Screw," you know those type <laughs> tunes. Uh, it's just something you know. I don't know something you would hear like a uh, um, David Allen Coe or a uh, Jimmy Buffett do something along those lines, in my opinion. What do you mm. think about it, Lee? This is a typical filler type of piece that groups do when they want to sound rootsy with an acoustic slight guitar and cute lyrics that overall are annoying. This is the type of blues meant for you who don't know the difference between Steely Dan and a steel wool pad. It's mediocre. Well, you know what, Lee? You know what? I kind of agree with you on this track. Hang on. So, um... What did I say about it? Wrong. Lay it on me, 10. Way too country for me. Good rhythm. Piano is great, but this is a skipper for me. I didn't care for it at all. Mm -hmm. And then we get to track number 11. Uh, no Way Back to Eden. What do you think of this one, Stephen? Uh, no Way Back to Eden is, uh, you know, it's a slow, laid-back type tune. This, this song... The first time I heard this song, I was kind of meh on it, but listening to this song this morning as I walked through the woods, it hit me in a different way and uh, felt a little bit better to me. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a slow, laid-back type tune. All right, man. And then we get to the last song on the track, Fire in a Hole. What do you think of this one, uh, Stephen? All right, so this closes the album with the rocker mid-tempo groove. Some of the courses, if you listen closely, reminds me in places of early Aerosmith, somewhere around Toys in the Attic and Rock's era. Uh, this one grew on me uh, as I listened to it uh, more more times in repetition. Uh, but you got to definitely listen to that course and see if you can hear in certain places uh, that Toys and Rock's era of Aerosmith because it's there. So, Lee, I skipped you on uh, No Way Back to Eden. What do you think of that one? <laughs> I, at this point, I want to hear an England Dan and John Ford Coley song instead, and that's pretty bad. This song could have been okay, but it's played like it has no life, and I'm sure it was written for people who are in a similar predicament. I can do without it. And I said this has a lot of country elements, even the vocals. Great playing, but again, a skipper. And then he already said fire in the hole. So what do you think of fire in the hole, uh, Lee? It was okay, but not a great song. But because it was the last song on the album, it worked fine because there weren't any songs after it. But the jam session part was decent and sounded like the group C-Level with Chuck Lebel, who also worked with the Allman Brothers. 
So the song had some redeeming factors. It was overall all right, but not spectacular. So what I thought about it. Okay, the last two songs, finally back to rock. And the organ, but man, they need to put these keys higher in the mix. The guitars and drums are overshadowing it. Uh, man, they need to... Those guitar, the organ and the, and the piano on this band can play it, but why are they so low in the mix? It's like irritating. I love guitar and organ. No, I love piano and organ. And it's like, this is like a Southern country band, rock band. Why are they like burying this shit in the mix? It's like, I feel sorry for the, who's the guitar player? Brandon Steele? Dude, they're fucking overshadowing your ass. <laughs> I'm like, but this is good. And the drums are great on this track. I like it. So I liked, uh, what? I didn't like two out of, I like 10 out of the 12, basically. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I, Lee, I don't like everything. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 um, uh, but you should say that that was what I thought of this. Okay. That so, I don't like everything and you did. So Steven, is this one of the bands you go back to and listen to, or you just picked this because I fucked up and told you progressive Southern rock? That would be uh, what you, uh, uh, <laughs> the second thing. <laughs> I picked this because you made me pick a Southern Rock progressive record. Uh, I said one anything. Of, I said progressive I like, rock. Heart, I'd like metal. you back on again, maybe for another. Well, well, well there's a group that um, I might want to turn you on to called Stackridge. And, and then you could let me know whether or not you think that they'd be worth doing. But I... I you know, I, I'd be cool whether or not you would be, but but after doing this, I thought, you know what? Mark deserves to hear Stackridge because I think probably me and Steven would be cool with it and, and Mark would probably be annoyed with it. So, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Either that or I, look, I have a very, very few, I'm, I'm basically pretty easy to entertain. I can usually find music I like within every album I listen to. My area of expertise and my area of love is more towards guitar-heavy records with vocals that I can understand and decent melody lines. That's, that's what I gravitate towards, mostly. So, you know... I can okay. think of a, I can think of a million records or pick a million different records that I would be happy to turn you guys Maybe on. Maybe like Rolling Stones, it's only rock and roll. What do you think of that? Uh, the song or the album? Yeah, uh, I don't know what all's on that album, but the song I love. Ain't you proud oh, okay. of Bags on that album? Yeah, That's but yeah, oh, all right, but yeah, uh, but but yeah, yeah, or. or um, yeah, I, I I won't think of anything else right now because I'm I've been drinking and I don't want my mind to get so flattened like a pancake. <laughs> just wait to the video. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, then I can flatten my mind like a pancake. Oh boy! <laughs> but uh, man, this band consisted of Charlie Starr lead vocals, guitar, pedal steel, banjo, Richard Turner bass, guitar, vocals, Paul Jackson guitar, vocals, Brandon Steele piano, organ, Brandon, dude. Fight for your shit. Get your shit higher in the mix. Brent mm. Turner, drums, percussion. He was high in the mix. He was great. I like the drums on this album. So, uh, it's a really cool band, man. 
I, I, I want to listen to more of them. I've never heard them before. I know I want to hear them. But uh, thank you, Stephen, for like making me hear this album. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, if if you if you did truly like uh, ten out of the twelve tracks, I would I would encourage you to go check out other Blackberry Smoke records because, in my opinion, they got better records than this one in particular. Yeah, I've been listening to that band. That Ian I Wally heard some likes, of Blackberry uh, Smoke that I really liked, and I have to say, unfortunately. They weren't on here. Hey, have you guys listened to that band Wilco? I like Wilco some. I have some Wilco albums. I like them too. Uh, yeah, that, they're not really my bag. Yeah, I've heard them. Oh, my bag. but you like yes, speak generators. So what do you know? Uh, good music. <laughs> oh, bam! <laughs> Diddly dee. <laughs> A little Bill Wang for you there. <laughs> But uh, then we get to our, that was our album, uh, Blackberry Smoke, Holding All the Roses. And we get to our uh, tracks of the week. And you pick Devil's Train, Devil and the Blues. You know, I hear you guys playing this band, and I kind of like them. I need to, like, look into them more. It's pretty cool, Steven. Why'd you pick this band? Yeah, so I wanted to pick something that had a, a southern flair to it or a southern bluesy edge to go with this uh this album choice but i also wanted to pick something that was more in my vein of love uh in terms of uh just heavier rock and so devil's train is a band that we've been flying the flag for a long time and uh this latest album that they released last year is just fantastic if you like just heavy driving guitar and blues oriented tunes Man, there's nothing to hate on Devil's Train. It's a combination of heavy, uh, sort of bluesy rock with even there's two or three tunes on there that are straight out of sort of the Van Halen camp of swing blues. And it's just, uh, it's a great record. Lee, were you going to say something? No, I just said, all right. All right. And then we get to Lee. You pick Southern Comfort, Ballad of. Ombre Ramsey? Ombre Ramsey. Ombre Ramsey. What is this? I didn't it's, hear it. It's, it's, it's a song from um, um, Ian Matthews' band Southern Comfort. The the ballad of Ombre Ramsey. Ombre Ramsey, go on. You do the banjo picking, man. Ombre Ramsey, go on. You know it. Oh, uh, cool. I do. <laughs> now that oh, you I guess you do. Yeah. And I... Yeah. Um, he was in the group Fairport Convention. Oh, of course I don't like it then. <laughs> I, I, I think you will like it. Fairport, Port, Point. Hey, there. shut up. He wasn't on the album that we did. Oh, God. I, I'm still waiting for you to pick... I album that he was on, okay? I'm still waiting for you to pick another Fairport, Point, Convention I, album. I, 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 stop it, or else I will. Hippie, dippy. I'll pick one with him on it. Hippy dippy 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 doo. I will pick. Um, I, I I I will pick the album what we did in our holidays. He was on that one. Oh my lord! And then the I pick. Dybul was on it, not <laughs> Sandy Denny. So you might like it a little better, you. Hey Stephen, if you know who Sandy Denny is, she she was the vocalist on the Battle of Evermore by uh, Led Zeppelin. Okay, no, I did not know that. Yeah. But... So, but if you listen to Fairport Commission, it's not like that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's better. No! 
Shut up, asshole. I actually thought that was Ann Wilson on that song for some reason. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> and, then we, and then we get to my track of the week, Georgia Satellite's Battleship Chains. I thought it would go with this album. It yep. did. Yeah. I like the yep. Georgia Satellites, man. I got their live album that they just came out with. Uh, Dan Bard is a really good fucking vocalist, songwriter. I, I think this band should get back together. Just my point. But uh, and then Lee's track of the week is a lot of men. Is this because a lot of men comment on your post? Yes, <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> you want those hot women with the tucked-in shirts? Yes. And Stephen Michael's going, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of dude talk, and uh, I'm not down with that. So, <laughs> well, well, Lee has. Yeah, a yeah, I'm not down with dude talking either. <laughs> he wants women talk. <laughs> but uh, I just want to thank you, man. Take uh, a song by Sylvia called "Pillow Talk." <laughs> I'll, just, I'll pick that someday. I just want to thank you, Stephen Michael, for coming on this podcast from the Growing Up Rock podcast, man. Uh, you're awesome. I love your podcast. You and Sonny are very good together. I, I, I don't like a lot of Sonny's opinions. I, I, I lean towards more you. Uh, Ooh. Sonny doesn't like the Godfather. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> what the? I can't listen to some guy who doesn't like the Godfather, for God's sakes. Oh yeah, Sonny has interesting taste uh, every once in a while when it comes to some of that stuff, but it's all good. You know, like I said, there's no right or wrong in entertainment. Like what you like and don't like what you don't like. So it's all like good. Godfather, man. Dude, <laughs> Sonny doesn't like a lot of uh, older stuff. Like, he's not into any of the, like, Star Wars or any of that stuff. He he doesn't like The Godfather. He, he likes Goodfellas. Um, well, but I, yeah, that that's a saving I mean, grace there. <laughs> God, if you don't I mean, like good so. fellas, oh my God! But the Godfather, I'm like, what is wrong with it? He's older than I am, I think. <laughs> like, damn, yeah, dude, taste. It's like Brian Davis from Damn Good Movie Memory said, you know, Sunday doesn't like the Godfather. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you want to see Robert De Niro just mumble? rocks in his mouth for two hours go for it watch the godfather well he's <laughs> is it in the godfather he's in the godfather part two well he's in in whatever but but someone does munching of mouth rocks all over <laughs> godfather part two he's in like i'm talking about the the originally not the sequel yeah yeah i'm talking about brando's in the original no Brando's not no he said robert de niro Oh, De Niro. I, no, De I know. Marlon Brando. Oh, he said Martin Brando. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but no, no, I probably said Robert De Niro, and I meant Robert Brando. Yeah, you did say Robert I, I, De Niro. I meant Robin Brandy. <laughs> okay, now I'm lost. Marlon Brando, <laughs> he meant. <laughs> yeah. I'm not lost, but uh, we want to thank you, uh, <laughs> Stephen Michael. Can you pimp your podcast, man? Yeah, it's the Growing Up Rock podcast. It's G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K. So we drop the G. Uh, look, we're all about hard rock and metal. Uh, occasionally, we venture off into just straight-up rock and roll albums. And uh, we release every Sunday. So there's 
almost 300 episodes out there that you can go listen to. Most of the time, it's themed episodes. Occasionally, we have an interview or two on, and uh, yeah, it's we we have fun doing it. Sonny uh, Pooney, my co-host, and I, uh, we have a good time. Yeah, you guys are you guys are pretty good, man. You got great chemistry together. I like I like I like on here, man. Um, thank you, Stephen. I, I I'm glad you were on there. You 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 were able to um, put up with my bullshit, and and, and that's all. <laughs> I just roll with the punches, Lee. <laughs> right on. And I and, and, and I was a I, I I was a rolling punch, and 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 you roll with it, man. Right on. Yeah, it's all good. Next time uh, I get to pick whatever record I feel like picking. Yeah, in I, any in any genre. Pick what you. And you know, I kind of fucked up. You know, I, will, will I, I don't know why I said that. If 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 if, he, if if I need to. You know why I think I I pick uh, progressive or country because I thought you pick an album Lee would like, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> well, well, you you don't know my taste, Mark. You you, you because. Even though you're you're only five years younger, you're actually more like twenty years younger in taste. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You don't need to be sorry, but uh, we thank you, uh, Stephen, for being on here, man. Check out Growing Up Rock podcast; it rules. Uh, their Def Leppard a year episode was awesome. Again, they did one episode of their album, twelve albums, and they even did. The last album, which I disagree with you guys on, I like that album. But uh, <laughs> and those songs yeah. translated well live. So the three songs they played. So yeah, we got a whole whole new album series uh, for 2023. The first episode releases at the end of uh, this month, at the end of January. I don't know when this episode's coming out, but um, we uh, we got a whole new uh, different series going on this year. So. Check yeah, it out. I thank you guys for releasing your episodes on Sunday because I don't know what these people are doing lately. Like all these other podcasts started releasing episodes on Friday. I go, hey, I pick Fridays for Freeform Rock Podcast because none of you guys were doing Fridays. And now they're all doing Fridays. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Keep I don't Sundays, know. The way, we, the way we look at it, we released on Sunday. That way you got something for the week, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I listen. I, I'm happy when people release. It's my. Uh, I take an hour to get to work for me, so it's. It's like I listen to it on the way there, and I finish it on the way home, and then I start the other podcast, and then I start and I finish the other podcast on the way on the way to work the next day. So it's pretty cool. Exactly. So I cool. like it, man. I like all Excellent. you guys, man, and we're all we're all brothers in this podcast genre, man. It says I like to share your podcast. I like to share everybody's podcast. I like to like just help you guys out, man. You guys rule. Awesome, we appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for being on here, and Lee. You know what to do, man. Say goodbye, bitch. Bye, bye. Feel that heartbeat of blue
why is it that I am admired by a lot of men to the point where I think, oh no, not again. I'm a man who likes women. I find other men to be fine as friends. I think, oh no, not again. Why is it always the same gender that always seems to like others? Is it something the culture has instigated? Are people predictable? to trifle what they really want, so they go for what is non-complicated. I don't know, but it shows that I wish that I had I'm admired by a lot of men, I find that strange, I'll say it again, I did not do much for them, at least that's what I think, I may be wrong, but I feel like I'm I'm admired by too many men That's weird I'll say it again I'm liked by a lot of men That's not usual I'll say it again But I don't want to gets through this time I want a balance in my life and more women who talk to me
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.